Hello and welcome to this edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Marianne McGee and with me today is... Mike Roberts. Mike, I am so glad you were back from vacation because this is a show our CTE audience really deserves. It has everything. We have an awesome industry partner. One of our terrific instructors is here. We have an apprentice who is here, Um, and listeners, you are going to meet all of them in just a moment. But just a quick reminder, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, at the handle Henrico CTE. And for a good deep dive of what's happening with Henrico Schools, career and technical education, visit HenricoCTE.com. Mike, Henrico CTE now is expanding in the podcast universe. How can folks find us? You can find uh, the podcast at all of the major podcast venues or apps and uh, most of the minor ones. We are continuing to grow. We're over 10,000 listeners, and uh, I think we're up to 28 countries. Um, Not planned, but just it happened. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, please uh, like and subscribe um, on your favorite uh, app and uh, so you don't miss an episode. You get a notification every time we drop a new one, and that's twice a month. And people can... Just, you know, they can enjoy some back episodes, right? Oh, absolutely. We've got over 100 episodes. Uh, We're in our fifth season. Um, So there's plenty of catching up to do, and they're all still relevant. It's, you know, even though the the first, very first one is still the most popular one (laughs) with our, our, you know, our leader. uh, Fearless (laughs) as he is. Our fearless leader, Mac. Well, everybody, listen, we are going to get into this show because you do not want to miss this. We have an absolute star-studded lineup from Carter Myers Automotive with us today. We have Beth Lucchese, Talent Acquisition Specialist. We have a terrific service manager, Corey Dahl. Thank you, Corey, for being here. An apprentice with us, everybody, Quinn McCarthy. You're going to hear what life is like as an apprentice in the automotive technology field. And also joining us is Mark Schultz, an instructional leader for automotive technology at the ACE Center at Hermitage. Mark, I really want to start with you to kind of level set here so we can understand a little bit about the importance of industry partners, period. Because even before we get to this part where we're doing apprenticeships and they're critical to what you're doing in the classroom too, right? Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, Marianne, thank you for having us today. Um, Really, we can't do at our level what we're able to do without industry partners. And we have some fabulous industry partners, of course, CMA, uh, amongst uh, a handful that are really, really supportive of us. So again, we can't do it alone. And when we are done with our students toward the end of the two-year program, they are picked up and are able to go out to work. And uh, Quinn is a perfect example right here. Let's talk a little bit about um, how the apprenticeships work. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of apprentice when it comes to CTE. What does that mean actually? Well, for us, uh, the first year, it's a two year program. The first year they're in the, in the shop, they're in the classroom, they're learning. And then the second year, come February 1st, they're actually able to go out to work and we do everything we can. We have ASE testing and we get all the credentialing done. So when February 1 comes, they are able to go. 
My goodness. So are they still in the ACE Center program as an apprentice? Does everyone get to be an apprentice? Everyone has the same opportunity. It depends on the student if they want to take that on. But, um, you know, when we do credential testing, we have 10 ASE tests that we give. And Quinn is another perfect example. He got all 10. Quinn, um, we are going to talk with you about how you've been able to be such a superstar uh, because we've heard you're doing really great work. But for a little background, Beth, I want to I come to you here because the partnership with Carter Myers Automotive, well, uh, just for shorthand, CMA, um, you were really instrumental in helping us uh, strengthen that partnership. Why did you think, I want to connect with the ACE Center at Hermitage? Well, I have been a part of the Henrico County community all of my life, and I actually attended Hermitage High School. Um, so I had firsthand knowledge of the trade ed programs there. And when Carter Myers Automotive created a recruiting position, the primary reason for creating this position was to support service managers in growing apprentices to support our shops. The automotive industry um, is rife with an older generation that is approaching retirement and there are fewer and fewer folks interested in working in the trades. So it became apparent to our leadership team early on that the best way to support our shops was to grow our own technicians. And the best place to start is in a trade education center like what we have at Henrico County. Um, and I was fortunate enough to connect with Dale King, principal at the ACE Center at Hermitage, and shared with him CMA's vision, which is not just to hire students from the program and throw them in our quick lane, but our vision is to meet students that are passionate about automotive and want to build a career. And we want to build on the foundation provided by Mark and the other instructors in the CTE programs. And we want to help them achieve that master technician status. We want to pour into them and help them learn the soft skills. We want them to learn industry knowledge and we want them to grow with us. And so uh, that conversation with Dale, he uh, agreed with my vision of future growth and kindly introduced me to Mark and DJ at the ACE Center and that began the partnership. Mike, you know, you, you think about these kind of partnerships, and you have met uh, certainly industry partners yourself and have seen the, the difference they can make. It's striking, isn't it? Well, I think one of the, the important things that maybe most people don't know is that a lot of these partnerships help guide us because, you know, us as a school, um, you know, those are, they're in the, in the trenches, you know, getting the work done, and so they know they're here to not only just to to um, meet our students and to uh, come out and do demonstrations and to, for them to come to them and see how um, what it's going to be like once they get out of school to come and work in a dealership they're there also to help guide us as an institution so that we're training our students the right way because it's not going to do them any good if we're you know teaching them something that is no longer applicable uh, in the industry. And with as quickly as the technology curve is hitting the car industry, 
you know, it's not just turning wrenches anymore. It's you're plugging in a before you turn a wrench, you're plugging in a computer and you're doing diagnostic work, and the computer is telling you what it is recommending that you need to be doing. And if we're not teaching the students how to do that, it's one. If we if we're not, it makes it harder for them when when they bring in somebody, and and get them started because then their training is is going to take longer, and and um. So it's it's just it's it's a cooperation between us and them to to make sure that we're doing our jobs also. Yeah, Corey, let me get you in there because I know it's really important for the service managers to feel confident in the apprentices that they're getting, confident in the students that they're seeing. Um, tell us a little bit about from your angle. What are you looking for when you're thinking of an apprentice that's going to be a good fit with CMA? Sure. Um, the main thing that I'm looking for is somebody who wants to learn, um, that wants to grow, and having a relationship with Mark and their school has been pivotal for us. Um, I currently have four apprentice technicians, Quinn being one of them, um, but it's, it, it really falls on the student, and um, having a relationship with Mark and the other teachers there, I can call them on my cell phone and get, hey, what's going on with this student, and they give me recommendations kind of off the books on, hey, this is a good kid, and that's really what we're looking for. We can teach you how to turn a wrench. We can teach you how to, you know, hook a, a scan tool up to a car. But what we can't teach is the drive, and that's the main thing. They can go as far as they want to go, and it's entirely up to them. The the world, they're, they're so young. Um, they can really go as, as far as they want to go. And I've had conversations with Quinn and some other guys is, hey, you can take this as far as you want to go. How much effort do you want to put into it? And it, it it's hit home with some of them, Quinn being one of them, being one of the great guys we have. So it's been a, a really good relationship. Quinn, let's let's get you in here because um, all of this really comes down to the kind of great student graduate employee that is produced through the CTE program. But let's let's step back a little bit and tell us why and when you kind of decided on CTE Automotive. What spoke to you just about being in the industry? Period. Yeah, so it's kind of actually a funny story. It was. Um, the summer right before my junior year, which is when the automotive program starts, the two-year program, and I hadn't fully filled out all of my classes yet for the junior year, and my mom was asking me, I was actually playing a racing video game at the time, and she asked me if I would be interested in doing an auto tech program. I was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. You know, I had just gotten my permit, I had just started driving, um, and I was like, you know, thought cars were pretty cool so I was like yeah that sounds like something I'd be interested in and um, it kind of became you know uh, we started the class and that was the year COVID happened so it was a it was an online class Um, so it was a little you know it was a little strange at first but we got you know all these modules and I'm doing all these you know um, just watching all these videos and learning there's just so much there's so many I I had no idea how many different components went into you know making a car run Um, but it was really cool to you know be able to sit at home and you know learn all these things and then once you know COVID you know died down and everyone got vaccinated and everything we went back to school it was really cool to get some hands-on work were you surprised at yourself when you really started working on vehicles and putting your hands on those? What, what surprised you about the experience now that you were really in the program? Um, I guess, you know, you think about a car and you think about all the science and, you know, 
all the precision machining that has to go into making this thing work, but you start taking it apart and you're like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is really simple. It's all, you know, bolts and screws and everything kind of fits into each other. And once you, you know, once you've done something a couple of times, it really makes sense and it really, you know, it all comes together. Mark, I, I want to ask you, thanks, Quinn. I, I, I want to ask you a little bit about this too, because this is kind of interesting. And, and Quinn, as you mentioned, this has been an, an interesting instructional time. <laughs> um, and you're still producing great students like Quinn. When you have students who are coming into your program, does it attract a particular kind of young person who um, it gravitates toward automotive technology? You know, I, I could say that many years ago it did. You know, you used to get the, the, the kid that would be called the gearhead or, you know, the kid that kind of grew up like that. But, you know, as times have changed and the computer has taken over our lives, uh, along with cell phones, I really seem to get a very broad base of students who really come in with a lot of technical skills. You know, years ago when I pulled out the scan tool, of course it was corded, so you know it was like showing them how to use it and only so many could see it. Nowadays everything is wireless and you know, you show Quinn one time, he's got it. That's the generation, you know, that they are. Corey, what do you think about that? It, it seems like things must be changing for you as a service manager also. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of change, and I've been in the automotive industry coming up on 24 years. Um, I was a technician once in a, a very, very long time ago, um, but to see the technology change is is incredible. Um, looking back on it, the, the scan tools that I used were, I mean, archaic now. The, the younger generation would, would laugh with what we had to deal with. Um, but it's it, it's changing um, for the, for the better, I believe. Um, and having this younger generation join now when they're young, they can show some of the the older guys um, what to do on the computer, which is hilarious because you got a guy that's been in the business 30, 40 years, and struggles when it comes to because now our scan tool is a laptop. We have an interface module in between, but it's a laptop. Um, and the younger generation is they just get it and. and it's 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 really cool to see um it, it's been a, a drastic change in just my short you know 24-year career but um the younger generation is is picking up and running with it um especially from the electrical scan tool side i, re I remember back in the 80s when i was taking my um automotive classes at Ch in Cheshville county is they i was the only student in the classroom who was interested in the computer side of the cars and doing the diagnostic and you didn't have scan tools in class. We were hot wiring a couple of the the the, the, the copper um, pieces and just and just jumping a wire for it to make it would flash a code, and it wasn't a written code. It was it went flashed three times, then it flashed two times, then yep. it flashed one time, <laughs> and you then had to go to a paper manual, a book, and look what that code was, mm -hmm. and and it was so archaic back then. But I was the one and because of uh, I showed an interest in it. You know, whenever a, um, a customer's car came into the classroom and it it needed to get um, the computer looked at first, the, the teacher always put it in front of me. Mike, did you jump on that one first? <laughs> so it's it's definitely changed where now it's it's the difference between DOS and Windows now, if anybody knows what DOS was. <laughs> yep. Beth, Beth I, I laugh at that a little bit because in your role, you have got to be thinking of just, you know, 
the generational change with the digital natives like Quinn. This is all they know. Um, and then being in a, uh, a dealership environment where you have so many different generations of people learning from each other um, with rapidly changing technology. So I would imagine as, as you think about the people you bring into CMA, that's a consideration. Absolutely, Marianne. Uh, one of the things that we spend a lot of time doing at CMA is evaluating our existing associates, our master technicians, and the folks that we have um, that we want to become the mentor techs. There's a lot that goes into the thought process of pairing and teams because you could be an absolute genius when it comes to working on cars, but if you don't have a passion to share what you know, then it's not necessarily a good fit. And it's very important to us as an employer that whenever we bring someone into CMA at any level, that we do everything that we can to set them up for success. And in this program, uh, the service managers like Corey and all of our other service managers put a lot of time and effort into getting to know our apprentices, as well as getting to know, obviously we know our associates, but getting to know them in a slightly different way so that we can make those really strong connections. And we have been very fortunate in our partnership with Henrico County CTE that they allow us to come into the classroom during the school year. So we have kind of a soft introduction. You know, we, we try to make a fun PowerPoint. If I have a young gun tech available to come with me, um, I love to bring them to share their story like Quinn. Um, yes, I'll be inviting you to come into some things in the fall. Um, he looks excited. <laughs> because it's easier for them to relate to someone that's living what they might like to live. Um, I love CMA and I love what we do, but I could not fix anything in my car. So um, it's really important for us to come into the classroom and show the reality of what we have to offer. Um, and you mentioned Marianne coming into the dealership. So we do invite Mark and his students to come and spend a day um, and they do get a tour they get to meet a few people but the majority of their time they spend in the shop with a team or a tech that may become a mentor and our service managers are kind of floating around and and paying attention to who's enthusiastic mm. and who's asking questions and who really wants to understand what this industry is all about and those are the folks that we're identifying and then kind of our third step and and what we have dubbed our, our secret sauce for CMA is that after the shadow day, we invite our students with the instructors to come back in the evening with their family. And with the family, we share the partnership, the apprenticeship program, and we map it out, and we map out what the career path will look like in a timeline, in a money line, and we bring lots of different CMA associates to that event. We bring technicians and parts specialists, and service managers, and salespeople, and service advisors, so that they can ask questions of people that have been at CMA for a while about what their job is like, what their experience is like, and what we are as an employer for, for good, and, and there might be some not so great, um, we, but we don't hide from that. 
we have a lot to offer and we feel like bringing the families in allows them to ask the questions that the students may not be thinking about at this stage in their career and it shows that we are making a serious offer and that we want to help them build a career not just fill a spot and it really gets to that kitchen table discussion for the families and makes it real. I think I got to come out with for one of the shadowing days and what was really cool to me was it wasn't just a matter of when you had a student with a technician or a couple of students and they were just like you know hand me that wrench no 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 that is not what was happening and that's what was exciting because they were there was they were working on a truck and they were putting in some suspension parts and the students had the parts in their hand and placing them and putting them in there with the technician watching and advising and in every case, as I was walked around the shop, that's what I saw time and time again. And I, it was just, it was so exciting to see that y'all's technicians were taking that time and, 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 and really encouraging the, the, the students to, to get dirty and do the work and see what it was going to be like. So it, it's, it's got to be so, much, so valuable to those students to be able to do that where they just weren't just watching and, and just, you know, here, here's the three-quarter inch wrench. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was much more than that. Quinn, let's hear from your uh, perspective, your experiences. First, I want to ask you, were you nervous when you first started, like, going into the dealership, working on vehicles? I would have been nervous. But were you nervous? Did you feel well prepared? Um, I mean, for the most part, um, you know, I had already met the uh, people I was going to be working with because we did a, uh, you know, a day tour where we spent a few hours just, like, kind of helping out. Um, So, you know, I knew the people and everyone, everyone there is super friendly and it's, you know, even if you don't really have anything in common with people, because, you know, I'm working with some people that are like 40, 50 years old, um, everyone loves cars. So you can, you know, it's a yeah. great icebreaker. You can talk about anything car related and everyone's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 cars. <laughs> Those guys have a lot of experience to talk about. There's a lot of stories, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Has your confidence been growing now that you are, well, first of all, let me ask you, how how often are you here at CMA or doing your work as an apprentice? Is it every day or a couple times a week? Yeah, um, so I, I've been full-time for, uh, well, pretty much since I graduated. I think I may have taken like one week, one or two weeks before I became full-time. So right. yeah, um, you know, some some days it's a five-day week, some days it's six. Uh, occasionally you get a three-day, that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, you must, uh, you know, if other people are there, I'm there too, working right next to them. What has surprised you about kind of being in that environment? Is it super fast paced? Is it, um, you know, you you learn a lot of these skills, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, in Mr. Schultz's class, but when you're applying it every day at the dealership and in the service department, it's gotta be different. What has it been like for you versus kind of what you might have theorized when you were in school? Um, well, it's kind of interesting, you know, especially coming right out of high school where, you know, it's you got to raise your hand just to go to the bathroom and, you, you know, you're sitting there and just, you know, doing your work. Um, and now it's like, you know, okay, go, here's the keys. Uh, this is what the customer said. You got to fix it. Like, you got to do everything yourself. You know, go find the car, bring it in, diagnose it do all this stuff um and it's also kind of cool that you can you know people have speakers and stuff you can listen to music uh it's a very like you know um self-paced kind of work environment which is really nice 
But you still got to make sure the customer gets the car back when they want it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Corey, I kind of love that because it's, you know, you forget that independence you're suddenly thrust with. I mean, you've got a lot of oversight. You've got managers. But just that just speaks to this sea change when you are Quinn's age and you are suddenly working um, in this environment. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there were some nerves attached with your first day. Um, I wasn't there when he started. I started uh, about seven months ago with CMA. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. But to Quinn's point, um, I think most people that want to be technicians, um, they, they, they have this mechanical aptitude and they, they like to fix things. So whether it's a, a squeal, like they, they enjoy the process of identifying the problem, fixing the problem, confirming that it's fixed and then returning it back to the customer. So there's that, you know, a gearhead to what Mark said earlier, like my son who is over there, five years old, he takes things apart for no reason. Does he always put them back together? Not the right way. Does there <laughs> loose bolts? There are for sure, but it's like the, the type of people who like to work on cars, they have this, I like to fix things. I like to take things apart and understand how they work and then put it back together. So it's, it's, it's really cool to watch. Beth, I, um, I hope people caught this because Quinn is just out of high school and we will not get into specifics on compensation, but um, making a good living out of high school. So as a message for people who were thinking about, is this right for me or is this right for my son or daughter, um, there is a lot to be said for a CTE program that preps students like this because they're going to come out and they're going to make a good living. Absolutely. Uh, CMA structures our apprentices and all of our technicians. People need to make a living and you can come right out of high school and make a great living to support yourself. And one of the fun things about our leadership team, all of our service managers and our senior leadership is they put a lot of time and energy into what that career path looks like and setting goals for our apprentices and all of our associates to achieve so they know exactly what they need to do to get to that next pay level, to that next technician level so it's right in front of them and to Corey's earlier point it's all in how much they want there's manufacturer training which CMA pays for that is provided uh, Quinn works for a Honda store so he has every available training that a Honda Motor Company provides CMA available at his fingertips um, we will support him sending him to Honda school when he gets to the level uh, where the training the initial training is typically online and once you get to a certain level then you actually go to a Honda training facility for the higher education. And Corey, correct me if, if I get any you're, of that wrong. You're correct. Um, so we put a lot of thought into making sure that when these students are coming out of these programs, that their compensation is confident to lead a lifestyle. And then we show them what they need to do to get the higher lifestyle. So it, it, it's very transparent. 
And and that type of training is is almost become you know standard anymore when it comes to the businesses because, you know, it's one thing when it's great when you you land the new hire, but then you got to support them. And with the technology changing, you know, even though it, it is current where it is right now, it's there's more coming down the line with electric cars and such. And so, if you're going to be able to support your technicians, you you're going to be providing training for, you know, until they're retired you know you, until they're done it's always going to be there and it's great that you, you know the, the company you're working for is, is there looking out for the employees that way thank you and we also want to mention because we are very excited about this too carter myers automotive has a presence a storefront presence at our new adult education center at regency um so we are having our grand opening just in a couple of weeks folks at the end of august but we encourage people to visit the Adult Education Center. We have been talking about the young person in Quinn's situation, but I would imagine, Beth, there are other opportunities. You might have people who are interested in career switching or maybe want to do something else and maybe not thinking automotive technicians per se, but there are opportunities with CMA. Absolutely. In fact, we just had a quarterly meeting with our service managers about a week ago, and we had a guest speaker, Ed Roberts, who encouraged us to continue the programs that we have in expanding into adult education. So it was fantastic timing uh, to share our presence at the storefront. And CMA is working on being able to provide a workable solution for these adult students where they could come in, do either an apprenticeship or some type of job, still make a living wage supporting themselves and their family while they're attending the CTE program, and then they already have a spot at a CMA dealership as they're completing the program. So it's a complete lifestyle shift, and they will be supported throughout the program, not only from their instructors at CTE, but through their service managers and their teammates getting their hands on the job training at CMA. Bravo. That is fantastic. Mark, I I do want to ask you this. You have to feel Quinn is probably one of, of many outstanding technicians who've gone on. They've gotten other certifications. Maybe they've become master techs. You've got to feel proud, though, of yourself and your program when you uh, or when we meet students or graduates like Quinn and others. What is um, fulfilling about what you are doing at the Ace Center at Hermitage? Well, for me, what's fulfilling is seeing them advance in the industry and doing so well. Uh, one of the things I do in the summertime, I actually go to the dealerships and I'll see so many of our previous students and it's fabulous to see what they're doing, the level of work that they're doing in such a short time. That's great. Quinn, um, what do you think hold, what, what's in the future for Quinn? Now that you have done this for a while, are you excited about what you see yourself doing? Can you see yourself progressing in the industry? How are you feeling now that you're an apprentice? Um, Yeah, I can definitely see myself progressing. You know, I've already seen like there's so many different things that, you know, I used to, when I started, it was like, okay, I can do the oil change. I can rotate tires. So that's about it. And now it's like, I can, there isn't really much, I guess, besides AC stuff that I can't you know, work on or fix. Um, so it's cool to see that kind of progression. And also just like, it kind of, the more you work on stuff, um, especially like, you know, 
real mechanical stuff, uh, you know, not like wires. But um, the more you do that, the more you start like thinking mechanically and you get, um, like I fixed a clock in my room the other day. Uh, it, I could hear it while I was sleeping and it would tick, 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 and then it would skip one and tick again. And I was like, that's so weird. That must be why it's slow. And I pulled it apart and sure enough, there was a tooth missing on the gear. And I, I never would have made that connection had I not, you know, been working with mechanical stuff for a living. Aren't you glad your mom asked you the question? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I bet your mom is glad she asked you the question too. But I, we are so glad um, that your mom asked you the question: Would you be interested in taking an automotive technology class? I am, yeah. I am delighted. And and Beth and Corey, I'm sure you feel the same way. We have a lot of moms listening. Yeah, and um, and who might be thinking, you know, could my student achieve in career and technical education? Mike, I'm sure you have met many parents who have been delighted at what they have seen their kids do. When when you get to see as many of the signing days that we've had over the years and see the parents in the audience when their their son or daughter sign on that dotted line and the and the um, the owner of the business or the the service manager or what signs on there that they're coming to work for this company when they finish high school, the, the pride you see in, in the parents, and sometimes there's tears, and it's it's exciting to see that. Um, it's just, I, I, I love going to those events. I am busy, but I love seeing the parents in the audience just so excited about about their, their um, uh, you know, their, their young people, that they've got a future all, they've already been preparing for their future and they see that things are going to be great for them. Um, I, I get a real quick question from Mark. Um, you know, you, you mentioned about how it's changed over time uh, and not seeing a typical student who is interested in the automotive field. You have had quite a few young ladies getting into that and we've had some stars in there too and maybe you want to talk about how it's really open to anybody we've seen young ladies in the body shop i've seen young ladies in the automotive program and it just runs the gamut because we had um in, uh, the construction field we've had a star this year do we talk about that you know i think the word is out now that uh, this is actually a, a career path for young ladies so in Quinn's class, we did have a young lady, Scarlett, who also got all 10 ASEs. She was actually the first yep. female student in Henrico County, CTE, to get all 10 ASEs. Had never been done before. And uh, she also has, has been on a very successful career path. Uh, looking at this year's class, I think I have four or five females and I believe about the same in Mr. Dijonette's class as well. So, you know, they're making a, a, a known presence. Yes, they are. That, that is awesome. We, we just hosted an event for NAWIC, which is the, the correct me, is it National Association, Association of Women in Construction. Women in Construction, yes. And we hosted an event at our Adult Education Center, and they are, we've been, we've actually had them on a podcast before back, in, a few years back, and it, they are definitely, they're ones that are pushing for, for females to get into the non-traditional roles, not necessarily pushing towards the automotive, but definitely, you know, definitely in the construction industry. But again, that's that's breaking down those barriers, and I think that's something that y'all have done, because it's you 
uh, and Miss Dijonette that are allowing, are making that happen. Because you know, if y'all weren't welcoming, you know, and y'all weren't encouraging when y'all are looking to recruit, these I'm sure there's a lot of apprehension for for when when it comes time to sign on that line to come and go to the A Center into the automotive program. If it isn't for y'all. I mean, y'all are doing something great because, like you said, you got four this year. Well, thank you. Um, you know, we make our program really open to anyone who has the, the passion and the desire and really the dream to do this. And, uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit where they want to go. Because mechanical skills are mechanical skills. You can leave us and go in the military. You can leave us and go and work on trucks if you wanted to. Of course, my passion is the automotive industry, so I hope my students do that. But, uh, you know, just Quinn is a perfect example of seeing the program through, taking the next level, and then here we are talking about him. That's fantastic. Quinn, you are ringing endorsements um, for many <laughs> reasons. And we want to encourage uh, parents, guardians to come on out to our Life Ready Expo. Uh, this is our uh, annual event this year, September 19th, 2023 at Hermitage High School from 6 to 8 p.m. This is a wonderful chance for middle and high school students to come out and talk with people in industries that, are that might interest them. And so you can have those exploratory conversations and get to learn a little bit more and be thinking about that. Just because you're in sixth or seventh grade, it's not too early to be thinking about that. So the Life Ready Expo is a great opportunity to come out and meet folks in the automotive field and in other fields too. So I just want to encourage everybody to mark their calendars for that. Hermitage High School, separate, September 19th, 2023, 6 to 8 p.m. The, the, the neat thing about this is it's not just a, a job fair out there. You know, there are students in high school who are coming out and talking to some businesses. I've seen kids come dressed uh, with the, the suit and tie and the resumes in hand. But when you, the, the, the you know, uh, juniors and the freshmen not juniors but for sophomores and freshmen and the middle schoolers when they're coming out they're talking to them and to these business owners and representatives and they're providing them adv advice on what they need to be doing to prepare now you know because that's what everybody's talking about you know you got to you know when when you get that parent teacher conference or you've got those meetings with the counselors that the parents are attending and there's you need to start preparing your student now even in middle school i remember my wife and i had that and it was scary when they said oh you've got to do this and you've got to do that and we're like what <laughs> you know because if you don't they're going to be behind so this is also getting them ready for their careers it doesn't matter if you're going to college it doesn't matter if you're going to work straight out of high school it's about preparation and exposure to many different types of careers so that you can better figure out where you want to be you know it's better that you're doing it now instead of going to college and scratching your head when you graduate you know, i still don't know what i want to do it's better to have a plan and the all these things the life ready expo and everything else all the other events we have it's about getting them ready and also definitely definitely when y'all get to get in front of our students coming out to the classrooms and us bringing them to y'all these are things that are about getting career exposures to all these different students and i think it's just 
you know, it's why I work here. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. We want to thank our friends from Carter Myers Automotive for being here today. Corey, Beth, Quinn, uh, and Quinn, congratulations on all of your great work. We know it's this is just the beginning for you and, and, and not the end, but we're super proud of you. Thank you. And uh, super delighted to have uh, Mr. Schultz here, too. Everybody, that is going to do it for this edition of Henrico CTE Now. Thank you.